What's up, guys? It's Alexis. And Alicia. And welcome back to Full Sabak. And we're going to actually stay consistent with how we pronounce it this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Because last time. Yeah. It was, well, we're, it was, we're just trying to spice it up a little bit, but you know what? We don't actually need to do that this time because I've got something else that will spice up this episode. Fantastic. Um, It's a recorder and uh, (laughs) I haven't learned how to play anything on it yet. I'm going to learn how to play the Mandalorian theme song and you can quote me on that. But until then, it just, whenever there's like a lull in the conversation or something is happening or like we see a Mandalorian running, it's just gonna, I'm just gonna. I think you are serious. I have it right here. Why would you not think? When have I ever not been serious about some, doing something incredibly stupid? Um, Valid. So I just have that. I'm just going to keep that on deck. We're going to have that available for, you know, whenever the tensions are getting high. Yeah. Whenever <laughs> we start to, to whenever physically we fight each other. Yeah, over Zoom. Um, <laughs> uh, so... Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I'll probably need to use that a little bit more on the next episode because we'll be talking more about the Mandalorian, but I think it's just a good tool to have. Mm-hmm. At your disposal, Maybe. just in yeah. case. Just, yeah, it's just good to have it there. Um, if you're joining us from TikTok, welcome. Um, you don't know what you're getting yourselves into, but what? I'm very happy to have you. Yes, yeah, so if you're joining us from TikTok... Um, to answer your question, yes, we are this stupid all the time. <laughs> People were really uh, intrigued by the um, which droids are dog coded. Yeah, I saw some like philosophical discussions yeah. happening in the comments. I was like, I don't know that TikTok is the right platform for this, but you know, whatever gets conversation about the sentience of droids started, I guess. Yeah, they were like, oh, what is the morality? What is your stance on the morality of it? And I was like, Jesus, I didn't we think haven't that hard about that it. Far ahead, all right? We were just like, this droid hot, this droid <laughs> dog-coded, this droid is um, scary. Talking about the dark troopers, but I've decided they're also kind of sexy. They're also kind of sexy. I mean. Like, they're so tall. They're really tall. <laughs> oh my god, you're that. so funny. <laughs> tall and funny. <laughs> and they're like, we will rip your arms off. I'm like, oh my god. So silly of you. Can you calm down? Can you calm down? <laughs> no. Um so uh this episode, um I thought it'd be fun for us to talk about the newest Star Wars initiative, the High Republic. Yes. Which is like, I don't know, I I didn't really like it's going to sound bad, but I was too distracted by The Mandalorian to really pay attention to too much of this when they were announcing everything. Um, but I was super excited about Light of the Jedi, which is like sort of like the, the introduction to this era um, of the Republic um, because it's written by Charles Soule. And he, you guys have probably, if you've read like any Star Wars comics, you've probably come across his work or read some of his work. He's done the Anakin and Obi-Wan series, which is, like, one of my all-time favorite um, any of any piece of media centering around them. I just think it's so good, and the illustrations are so good, too. But he's also done um, Darth Vader, Dark Lord of the Sith, and then uh, for the sequels fans out there, he did write um, The Rise of Kylo Ren, which I did read because I 
I was talking about on the last episode, I was like, I want to know more about the Knights of Ren, and that does kind of focus on them as well as Kylo and Snoke and some other stuff. But it's like a mini series, so it was a quick read. I didn't have to spend too much time um having mm-hmm. here Kylo Ren talking. Um but anyways, uh <laughs> um Light of the Jedi was super fucking good, actually. I I didn't really expect to like it as much as I did because I tend to not be super keen on um like super jedi centric stuff like if we're talking like prequels era i gravitate more towards um things involving the clones um or just like i don't know sometimes i like to read about like the politicians too but yeah like i think it's hard for me to read about like prequels era jedi or like any jedi that i'm super familiar with because i'll get hung up on like oh, I don't like this author's characterization of Obi-Wan or, like, this author just keeps bringing in all their original characters and a lot of them I don't want to hear about as much as I want to hear about Anakin or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, there are just, like, a lot more things for me to nitpick, I think. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't stop me from reading, like, every single book that's (laughs) set during, like, the Clone Wars, especially because I'm searching for crumbs of of the clones. and I'm still going to simp. Yeah. Um, like, I'll, I'll still read it, but, like, I will complain about it the whole time. Um, but this one was nice because it's, like, set, it's, like, 200 years before the Skywalker saga ever begins. So, I mean, like, there's, the only familiar character is, like, Yoda. Because, of course, that guy's still around, but he's really not in this, which was kind of a blessing for me. Um, <laughs> you, you guys know I don't want to hear about him. Um, so, it... Like, there were a ton of characters to keep track of, which was a little bit, like, annoying at first, um, just because, you know, like, I, I had to make, I had to make, like, a little reference sheet to, like, remember, like, who was who, and they're, like, jumping from different locations, and there's, like, a bunch of characters, um, but I actually really liked a majority of the characters, which is generally also not the case when someone has, like, a bunch of they're introducing a bunch of original characters and stuff. I usually have issues with at least half of them. Especially um, when it's like a Star Wars book and there's already like 700,000 minor characters that exist. And you're right. like, I cannot keep track of anything. And it's like, I mean, at this point, we might as well have like Legends material for like, you know, Salacious B. Crumb. I mean, there probably is. There's like a book for nearly every character that you can imagine. I want a, um, like a Kill Bill style uh, film starring Salacious B. Crumb, but oh, he's I'd, yeah, he's Uma Thurman. I yeah, I'd be very into that. Mm-hmm. Um, so the sirens go off, and then Lucy Liu's character is played by uh, Max Rebo. Oh, that's good. Uh huh. Inspired choice, yeah. actually. I don't know why Lucasfilm hasn't hired me yet, but time's ticking. Yeah, like get on this. <laughs> Someone else will. Listen, Favreau, I've got a lot to offer you people. <laughs> I mean, we really do. Like, if, if if you're hiring based not on merit, but purely on enthusiasm, like, we've got mm-hmm. to be some of the top candidates, for sure. Sexiness? Schumer? I mean, yeah, oh, humor, um, ability to poorly play the flute. I mean, I could sub in if someone's gotcha out, you know, can't, can't work on the score. I'm, I can play like one note in the background if you want you could do that yeah 
Um, and I also know how to make like sandwiches. So again, I'll work craft services. Mm-hmm. I um, could play a live action Max Rebo. I think we're kind of built the same. Well, you're like the same height as him. So I'm, I'm built different. I'm built like Max Rebo. <laughs> I'm not like other girls. I'm like Max Rebo. <laughs> I'm literally a tiny blue elephant alien. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I would love to not be like other girls if I could instead be a tiny blue elephant alien. But he, Max Rebo is like very popular amongst the ladies. He has yeah. groupies. Oh my God, he gets laid like all the time. I don't want to think about that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait, <laughs> before we, I made, um, it's on our Instagram. It's one of those tag yourself memes. Like what vibe do I give off? Oh, it's um, so good. And I put like Jabba and the the Cantina Band and uh, <laughs> Salacious B. Crumb. And, like, I put it on my story, and I was like, what vibe do I give off? And, like, eight people messaged me, and they were like, you are definitely Salacious B. Crumb. I was like, what the fuck did I do to deserve this? Didn't I say that, too? Yeah, you bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you talk about him more than I've ever heard anyone else talk about Salacious B. Crumb, so that's why you got him. That name is so good. That was, like, a self-fulfilling prophecy. Um, It's it's good. It's, I think, second only to... Elon Sleazebagano is, like, also a- another really good... Ain't that the dude who owns Tesla? Elon Sleazebag? Yeah, that is, actually. Cool. Yeah, I thought oh so. God, he's gonna sue us. He's gonna sue us. He's the most... The richest, richest man in the world, right? He's gonna sue us over slander on our podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come to my house and drag me out with your receding hairline. You're not suing anybody. Oh. That was... <laughs> that was... <laughs> too far? I don't care. I, not far enough, I think. Not far enough, I think. I mean, we probably could spend a whole episode just trashing um, that dude, which I, I'm not even going to do him the courtesy of actually saying his name. But... Elon Sleazebag Crumb. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is his name? Elon Musty. <laughs> um, yeah, I hate I, that dude. Um, yeah. while, we're, while we're on this, I'm just going to shamelessly plug our Instagram. Um, you can just follow us at Fulsaback um we're gonna post little clips and stuff um we are very fun and sexy there as well um we're also on twitter but the person mm-hmm. who runs the twitter account aka me does not really know how to use that platform so yeah not- i would do it but i got banned from twitter a couple years ago um and i'm using a backup account i made in 2015 um yeah they banned me quicker than they banned trump I, wow. Isn't that fucked up? All I tweeted about was, like, aliens, and then, like, four minutes later, my account was deactivated. I think that, well, I used to really want to be on Twitter, like, active on there, and for whatever reason, they, like, would not let me make an account, um, and I tried, like, four different times, and I ended up having to make, like, a whole new email address and everything. What the fuck? Um, I think they knew that my thoughts would be too powerful even condensed into 160 character bits they were like nah the world's not ready for this and they were correct they were literally like we just know she's not gonna shut the fuck up about boba fett we know she's not i mean that would probably be like the tamest thing i would talk about on there (laughs) you know we're getting really off topic already but like you know on the office when creed starts a blog but it's just a word document with like a what a URL at the top. Like that's what my Twitter would be like. Oh God! They were like, "Yeah, we gotta shut this down before it gets started." <laughs> You're like, "Why is nobody liking these?" I'm like, "Alicia, you've saved every single one as a draft." 
oh shit i mean like the and the things that i would post on there it's still probably considerably better than any thought that is like there are i i know it doesn't seem like it but i do filter myself to an extent yeah you guys don't want to know the drafts that are just in my brain the ones that you send to me yes (laughs) i yeah i I mean sometimes i even reel back a little bit and i'm like that's a little bit much for 6 30 a.m and then i just wait till 8 a.m and then i send it i was gonna say you know i'm not even gonna be awake to read it so don't worry about it (laughs) But I, yeah, I made um, a TikTok about Boba Fett, and um, and it was a little risque. And no, it was about ris- Django Fett. Get your get your. Act oh together. yeah. You don't even know who you're talking about. I, sometimes I just open my mouth and I just pray that something coherent comes out of it. It's never the case, but I yeah I made a TikTok about Boba Fett. And I or Django Fett, whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> you think they're the same. Well, I mean, you think that one is like a clone of the other? It would God. be weird if that was the case. <laughs> However, you make one joke about anal with Django Fett, and then people on TikTok are like, oh, that's weird. That's the least weird thing that I've come across on my For You page, okay? So anyways, as I was saying about <laughs> Little Jedi, um, what I think like this author really excels at is his villains, but it's kind of like weird because you have all these Jedi characters and they're all like pretty likable, I think. But then you tend to empathize more with the villains of the story, which are like these space Vikings, the Nile. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're also just, I mean, they're they're great in number, but they really only focus on like a couple of them as opposed to like the other like point of view changes, which there's like one every like other paragraph, I feel like, for the Jedi characters and then just like the Republic um you know, like, galactic police force mm-hmm. that are involved as well. But, like, I don't know. I have to say, like, they're not nearly as scary to me as, like, the Sith or anything. Like, they, like they're intimidating. Yeah. But, like, it's just so, I don't know. It's so weird to read about, like, other villains in Star Wars that are not, not the Sith it. or affiliated with the Sith somehow. Yeah. Um, that is they, odd. They do have a really cool musical genre, though, um, which this seems to have, I guess, uh, been lost. I mean, it's like, an, obviously, they've introduced it in this book, but, like, I'm sad to see it doesn't seem like it will live on because it's been replaced by jizz later on, but um, called Wreck Punk, which is, like, love that. It's made by, like, instruments that have been created using salvaged parts from, like, wrecked ships. I think that's oh, it. Very cool. Um, I <laughs> I would like to hear what it sounds like, um, but I imagine it's mostly just cacophony. But that's good. It's, yeah, that's punk as hell. Yeah, um, and I also really like that they they like talk about playing it like on their ships because I mean like no one's ever playing music on the ships. I mean I think personally that the clones should get to play music on the gunships. Um, I think that that would be very motivating for them. And I just think, yeah, like, I would like to hear what they would listen to. Like, does Mando just fly in silence? Yeah. I mean, like, I guess, because that's all we see. But, like, with the, I, I don't know. I mean, it's not like they don't have the technology to listen to music. I mean, I guess 
I don't know. I guess if you're like, cantina band. like, you know, interfering with your ability to like detect other things. That's like, they have sensors for all that shit. So I don't know. I I mean, as someone that like has to put in AirPods, just like walk up the stairs, I can't relate to spending hours and hours in space completely silent, but that's just me. Oh my God. The Jedi cancel can't hear you. They got their AirPods in. Oh my God. Anakin, they can't hear you. (laughs) They really couldn't. They refused to listen and look what happened. Um, Put Anakin in therapy. Oh, well, we'll get to that eventually. Yeah. Um, like, if I'm in therapy, Anakin should be in therapy, okay? Probably everyone should be in therapy, let's be honest. Especially yeah, if after... See, if you're listening to our podcast, um... We should... Yeah, BetterHelp should sponsor us. I was about to say that. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. We have to stop, like, giving people free advertisement before they actually have sponsored us, though. Yeah. Like, they're gonna be like, well, we, why would I? I mean, you guys already name-dropped us, like, 15 yeah. times. Well, that's to prove that we can do it. See yeah. how seamlessly I integrated BetterHelp into mm-hmm. this conversation? Yeah. Fuck you. Imagine if I was thinking about anything that I was doing. Yeah. Imagine if we were trying. <laughs> I like to imagine what my life would be like if I was trying often, but, you know, that's about the extent of it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's Anakin's uh, life motto. Imagine what I could do if I put my mind to it. I'd just be jumping on stuff. He does have the record for the highest jump, highest vertical jump <laughs> at the Jedi Temple. Just like, so what, was, he, was he in the NBA draft? Why do they know that? I mean, I guess, like, I guess they, before, like, the war started, they did have more time to just, I guess, like, goof around with this stuff. Like, Anakin was, like, saving his amateur status and not becoming a master so he could participate in the Jedi Olympics like it's possible that's that's a good bit of lore we could hop on really quick I'm just gonna round up the the rest of this High Republic stuff because if if you guys have read Light of the Jedi I want to hear what you thought of it um please like you don't even have to send a question you can just tell me your thoughts on it if you do have any questions, I, but there's so many st- things that I want to talk about, and I've only like only one other person that I know has read it, and it's like, okay, I'm trying to talk about this. Like, I have so many theories. I want to know what happens with these characters, but I don't want to spoil everything. So please read it. It's really good. And if you are not certain, if you want to commit to it, um, Disney Books does have like a sampler of like pretty much all the high republic stuff that's coming out and has already been released on their website so you can like download that it's like 70 pages long or something so you can read bits of it um and it also has um like some pages from the great jedi rescue which also came out this month um by Kevin scott which is a comic series that was pretty good. I wish I should read it again now that I've read Light of the Jedi because I, I read that first and there are some of the same characters and I didn't know who they were yet. Mm. Um, and then also next month, Claudia Scott, who she's probably like best known in the Star Wars universe for Master and Apprentice, um, which is about like Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon, like pre Vanta Menace. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's coming out with something for the High Republic era called Into the Dark. And then 
Daniel Jose Older, who wrote the solo tie-in novel, Last Shot, which I do want to read now, especially given our tie-in to mm-hmm. solo. Love it. Um, he is doing a comic run, um, Star Wars, The High Republic Adventures. So those will both be out next month, but I think there are samplers in that Disney Books download, so I would check that out if you guys are interested in learning more about The High Republic, and please, please, please read this book and talk about it with me. <laughs> um, I love that. Okay, so that's <laughs> that's what I got on the higher public. Um, until people actually read this book, and then I will not shut up about it. So you have to read it, so we can discuss it. There's a character that I'm major majorly simping for, and I already told you about him, but I feel like you will also simp for him once you read it. Yes, I so, will. Um, I look forward to that. I didn't even. I don't even have to look at a picture of him. Like you sent me the description, and it was like he was tall with dark hair. I said, yeah, okay. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm locked in. Don't even worry about yeah. it. Perfect. <laughs> um, I, this I is know. just a follow-up, I guess, from last week's episode. But um, Anonymous said, well, already I'm judging this because you couldn't even put your name on it. <clears throat> Anonymous said, Hondo is the sexiest weak, weak way in the galaxy, and that is the hill I will die on. So you'll, you'll die on that hill, but you won't even assign a username to so that conviction. Um, and also, I'm sorry, but the fucking disrespect to my man working in Mos Pelgo, he's working hard, he's working Mm -hmm. for that money, Mm -hmm. he was serving up that spotchka in Mos Pelgo, and you know he was not making any money because it's not like they get any customers in that goddamn town, and I didn't see the marshal pay him for the spotchka that he ordered and then promptly abandoned because the fucking- Well, maybe he got a running tab. Well, you know what? I, he's gonna keep it running like how who's paying him and now he doesn't even have the mandalorian armor so he has nothing of value to offer those people uh maybe he got some of them uh dragon bones or something i don't know what's valuable in Star yeah Wars. here's a bunch of crate dragon meat extra tough i okay. mean um i like beef jerky maybe he so, also likes beef jerky so you do like hondo is what you're saying i don't understand where we're going ever i don't understand <laughs> It's just a long game of chess for me. I watched uh, Queen's Gambit recently, so my, my, my game is always to checkmate someone in the conversation. Well, you always do because I never complete a thought. So, yeah, it's kind of like, it's like I'm the computer mm-hmm. and you're never going to beat me. Mm-hmm. You bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, when I say it, it's affectionate. Uh, I know. I can okay. see it in parentheses. Even- <laughs> over the air yeah um hard eyes you bitch (laughs) this one um is from our friend kate and love you kate love you um i i've thought about this a lot but like i still i don't know i feel like i could probably change my opinion on this like 50 times because there's just so many possibilities but she said, for your consideration, you get to pick one clone and teach them one thing. In return, you get to learn one thing. Who are you picking? What are you teaching? And what would you like to learn? Ooh. Hand-holding with Rex. Okay, that's fair. And what is he going to teach you? Um, I would teach Rex how to make a Bloody Mary, because I think he would like them. Um, and I make a damn good Bloody Mary. And... Okay, um, I am going to go with Wolf because, mm-hmm. as you guys probably know, 
similar to Dave Filoni. This mm-hmm. is just another reason why I'm incredibly hireable. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite clone. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I would like to teach him how to bake. I think oh. that's something that he would enjoy. And I think he would be very good at it. And I think that, I mean, like, the clones are obviously incredibly good at, like, a billion things. But, like, I don't think that they really have, like, a home ec type of class on yeah, I don't see them making sourdough starters no like, and I think know. it's just I don't know I think it would be like a like a good like therapeutic thing like he'd still get to use his hands it's still like a very rewarding activity but it's mm-hmm. like low stress well Rex can use his hands in my never mind um okay as far as something I would like to learn I don't know I like to learn like hand-to-hand combat probably yeah I think that would be good um I don't know. There's like a, I mean, I would also like to learn how to like pilot a ship, which I think like all the clones know how to do, or they could pick it up very easily because we saw like in the Umbara arc, they learned how to pilot like those alien, alien ships very quickly, even though they did kind of destroy a lot of things in the process, but that's fine. Um, I, I have to add another one though. I have to add another one. Um, and this is just like pretty much all the clones. I think the 501st would be like extra good at this, but I mean, they could teach me like whatever, how to shoot a blaster. I don't care, whatever. Um, but showing them how to use TikTok, which I don't even really know how to use, but like I could figure it out and then show them because I think I would just like to see their videos intensely. Yeah. I would, I would think I would also teach, um, I think fives would like to learn how to French braid hair. I think that's a very weird niche thing. Um, but I think, I, think, I think that'd be a fun thing to teach him. I think he would like to do it. And then he could also French braid Top's hair. That's what I was about. I was going to say that. Because it's long enough and that would be so it's cute. It's long enough. That'd be so wholesome. I don't think, like, are there any other clones that have, like, long hair? Not really, I guess. I don't think so. I do wonder, like, how is, like, Bun, like, how because i mean i know when i have a bun and i have to put like a bike helmet on or something it's like very uncomfortable yeah unless the bun's just like one of those clip-on man buns that's just for show oh it's just fashion why did they do his hairline like that though they did do it weird like him and then like my man cut why does he look so much older than the other clones they gave him the receding hairline receding hairline and then he has like a weird sort of like it's like pink hair, which is like cool, but like doesn't seem like it's supposed to be dyed. It's just like that color for no apparent reason. Like it would be cool in theory. But it's like, I know like none of the clones can be like that much older than one another. Yeah. You know? Like even if he did desert like early on in the war, it's not like he would have like, like aged faster than everyone else. Like they, they, yeah, do like age on like a accelerated timeline but like he wouldn't wouldn't be that old he wouldn't be like 50 yeah i don't again i don't understand most of the time frames that they give us um i just kind of take what i'm given and gather my context clues um because it's hard for me to follow sometimes (laughs) but that was an odd the whole accelerated aging thing is just like it's kind of i don't know it it's very stupid to me. Like, I get that they have to, like, speed up their growth in order to get them combat ready mm-hmm. in, like, the shortest amount of time. But, like, why would you 
like choose to have them continue like maturing yeah. at a faster rate after that? Like, wouldn't you want to just get them to like 20 and then stop the accelerated aging so that they could? Because be- it's not like they don't have the ability to do that. And yeah, I- if they could start it in the first place, how could they not be able to stop it? Like, they don't want 80 year old clones in three years. No. And like, I don't, I mean, unless they were thinking so far ahead that they just like automatically knew like when they would no longer need the, the clones or they would be recommissioned into stormtroopers. Yeah. Um, but it's just like, okay, like you have chips in their heads, so they have to follow these commands. Why would you want a bunch of like stupid stormtroopers? Like, I mean, they've shown like, they have bad aim. Like a lot of them are just like generally incompetent by comparison yeah. to clones. Like the clones are joking on them in Rebels because of like how incompetent they are compared to like the Grand Army of the Republic. Why would you not want to keep them like in their prime as long as possible so that they can serve the Empire? Because like we know that the whole point of them was like to overthrow the Jedi so that the Empire could take over. I don't. <laughs> The whole accelerated aging thing is just, like, very stupid. And, like, it also is confusing, too, because they would be, like, in their 40s, I think, in Rebels, but they're, like, yeah. they, but look, they like look like way older. 70. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I've given up trying to understand the timeline or how anything works. I mean, like, I would teach Khan and the Mandalorian is supposed to be older than Din, and she looks like she's, like, 25. It's, yeah. If I could teach the clones one thing, it would be how to not have accelerated aging yeah (laughs) because it stresses me out it stresses us out we don't like it so that would yeah that would be that's our final answer i have to take mine back (laughs) i apologize i'll make i'll make a notes app apology for you later great can't wait for that video um this one uh this one we could probably talk about for a while um Steffi Poodle said, how differently do you guys think everything would have been if Anakin had just opened up to Obi-Wan more? I just finished Clone Wars for the first time and it kills me because Obi-Wan reaches out to Anakin several times. Anakin just doesn't take the bait or avoids it completely. At one point, Obi-Wan even opened up to him about Satine a little bit to get him to talk about Padme, but it goes nowhere. Thoughts? Yeah, no, I have a, I have a lot of thoughts on this. And like, just if somebody would have given Anakin... Like, like Obi-Wan tried to give Anakin, like, this sort of attention that he got from um, Palpatine. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, if he, if he felt like he was able to open up um, in that way, I think it would have been completely different. I think he, I think he wanted to open up to Obi-Wan, but he was, like, very fearful, especially, like, after the whole, you know, you're, you're on the council, but you're not a master debacle. So he was like, well... And now they want me to spy on the chancellor. So I don't want to tell them anything. Cause what if somebody's spying on me, you know? And, uh, I think I, I also think Anakin's kind of stupid. Um, and I mean that in a lovely loving way. Um, but unless Obi-Wan straight up said, yo, I know about you and Padme. Like, it's cool, man. Like, just talk to me about it. Like he, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't think vaguely alluding to Satine, um, was quite enough to get through Anakin's thick skull because Anakin's kind of dense. Anakin's kind of stupid. And I think Obi-Wan ha- would have to sit him down and be like, hey, this is what's up. And then he'd be like, oh, okay, I guess I can talk to you about it. But 
Yeah, and I he, think it would have gone in the opposite direction. He really did think he was being slick, even though, like, they're literally making out after- In the middle out. of the- <laughs> Like, yeah, right after they, like, fought Dooku, mm-hmm. they're just, like, right there, and Obi-Wan is just like, if I don't see it, it's not my problem. Yeah, he doesn't want to deal with it. And I think, Obi-Wan, you should have dealt with it. <laughs> I think, I forget which book it was, maybe Wild Space, but I, I remember- um, it takes place like or it opens like right after Attack of the Clones and Yoda like tells Obi-Wan that he has to go dump Padme for Anakin because um, yeah that'll go well like everyone sees that they're obviously you know they care about each other they're involved um, and so he he's like well, I hate this I don't want to do this like I don't want to turn Anakin against me like he's already like super in a a very bad volatile place he just lost his mother and Yoda's like I don't care I hate love go break it up and um so he goes to do it and Padme's just like okay okay and just like acts like she's gonna go along with it he's like yeah sure and then she's like um can he be my security detail though I have to go back to Naboo to take care of a couple things and Obi-Wan's like yeah sure that seems fine and then they go and get married (laughs) so Someone should have accompanied them. It stresses me out so much. It's just like, why was that what you thought Anakin could handle as his first mission alone? Jesus Christ. Send anyone with him. Honestly, I mean, so uh, I thought a lot about, like, what would happen if they did end up talking. And what I think probably would have happened, and this is obviously, like, my ideal scenario, I guess, um, is that probably he would have been able to get through to him eventually they would have they would have taken on Palpatine and I think that they could have won I think what would have happened though is I think Anakin would have had to leave the order I think that it would have been impossible for him to stay after like openly admitting that he's married and Mm -hmm. he has kids on the way um so I think it probably would have caused a lot of turmoil for Mm -hmm. Obi-Wan because I think in a lot of ways, like, he doesn't really know who he is without Anakin at this point. Like, yeah. they're so connected that I think it probably would have been a lot harder um, on Obi-Wan if Anakin had left than it would be for Anakin. Because, like, he, I th- I mean, he's, like, talked about it in books. Like, in one that I'm reading right now, Labyrinth of Evil, he's, like, really upset about this remark that Obi-Wan has made to him um, where he's, like, Maybe Qui-Gon should have left you at Watto's junk shop. And he's, like, Aww. joking. But it's, like, damn, that kind of sucks, dude. Yeah. Um, he's, like, I've thought about it, like, a lot. Like, what would have happened if he had left me there on Tatooine? And even if I never became a Jedi, like, I was, like, a pod racing champion at nine years old. Like, I would have, I would have like, won the Boon to Eve classic. I would have been able to buy, like, the freedom for me and my mom. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't have met Padme, probably. But, like, I wouldn't have just, like rotted on Tatooine like I would have made of myself and honestly like he was still like doing like illegal pod racing and stuff even after he got to the temple like Obi-Wan was constantly trying to like have to track him down and (laughs) find out where his Padawan was and he was always doing some fucked up shit in like the lower (laughs) levels of Coruscant he's like how did you even get down here (laughs) like I think he probably would have ended up doing something like that but like I think he would 
like need that constant like thrill and stimulation. Yeah. But I don't think that he necessarily would have to be like a Jedi. I think he would be fine just like helping people out and like Mm -hmm. being supportive of Padme and then doing like his, he probably would be like a pod raiser or like a master tinkerer. Yeah. He's not, it's not like he would just like stop doing things, but I don't think that he would have needed to still be in the Jedi order. And I think Unless Ahsoka had come back and really wanted to be his Padawan again, I think Mm -hmm. that there would have just not been a whole lot for him there. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I think, uh, I think there's a lot of ways it could go and it's like, it's kind of sad and it's kind of dark, but like, you know, you think about it and you're like, I think the order needed Anakin more than Anakin needed them. Yeah. To an extent. It's like, I don't know. I mean, (sighs) It's really frustrating. I think the the majority of the frustrations I have um, stem from from Yoda and just him kind of just fucking everything up for everybody. Like Anakin goes to him and he's like, "Hey, I'm feeling really sad and worried and afraid and uncomfortable and stressed." And he said, "Oh, have you tried not feeling that way? How about don't feel anything? Have you Anakin tried better help?" <laughs> um jesus that's good that's good see god, I, just, funny. God, I just don't miss you know i just no. keep plugging it plugging it and one day we're shot actually shot. Say it for real um but like again in this book that i'm reading now labyrinth of evil it takes place it's like a lead-in to revenge of the sith so it's like in that really um like volatile spot where mm-hmm. they're like if like one thing had gone differently like maybe a catastrophe could have been avoided but it's so frustrating because Obi-Wan asks Yoda, like, hey, do you think it's possible maybe that, like, Dooku wasn't lying about the Senate being under the control of a Sith? Mm-hmm. And Yoda's like, no, like, we we looked at the Senate and we didn't see anything. And it was kind of risky because we didn't want to, like, make people mad by being suspicious. But, like, yeah, I mean, you know, if, like... So a Sith was in control of the Senate. They would have already defeated the Republic. It's just like, no, dumbass. He's playing the long game. Like, how how did you actually look at the Senate? Like, you just looked, just gave a cursory glance, and you're like, I don't see any Sith here. <laughs> so that's pretty much what it feels like they did. Yeah. That's and like before me. any, like, Jedi apologists start with me, and they're like, Oh, like, are you saying, like, the Jedi brought this upon themselves? No, I'm not saying that. No, I don't think they deserve what happened to them. I'm just saying it's, like, I think the problems do stem from Yoda because you cannot be in power for as long as he has been without getting, like, a little bit arrogant and thinking that you're above making any mistakes. And, I mean, that obviously led to a lot of problems. Like, and he even says in this book later on in that same chapter, so it's kind of contradictory because like Yoda's like very sure of himself about there not being any Sith in the Senate. And then Obi-Wan is talking about Count Dooku and like how the council dismissed him as being this idealist and not, you know, like actually like on his way to the dark side. And Yoda says, saw with my own eyes what he had become and refused to believe it. I did. So he's admitting. Yeah. That- even if that had been revealed, he might not have done anything. Like, come on, girl. Come on, Miss Yoda. I just, 
it's just so like ridiculous because like there's in Attack of the Clones, I feel like multiple points where someone just straight up tells like a member of the Jedi Order, like, like, hey, uh, there's like a Sith controlling everything, and like, um, now nah, we got this, bud. We're all good. They're like, um, seems fake, but okay. Like, what reason do they have to lie about that? Like, if you actually like eliminate all the possibilities that they have of like. Like, there's no, like, tactical advantage to them revealing that information. Yeah. It's, like, Dooku really was trying to get Obi-Wan to join him. Yeah. Like, he wanted to overthrow Sidious with Obi-Wan. Like, he was speaking from a genuine place, like, in a severely misguided place, but, like, he was actually telling him what was going on. He was like, hey, Hadi, um, do you want to be your own boss? (laughs) Have you heard of Sensi? (laughs) Hey, girly, um, I noticed that you're doing that Jedi 9 to 5 stuff. <laughs> that couldn't be me. That could not be me. Ever since I became sell- leader of the Separatist Alliance, I have been working only like 30 minutes a day and making six figures. I am literally my own boss. All I do is sell leggings and, you know, meditate on evil doings. Like, it's, you could do it too. <laughs> Just apply under me. Just use my affiliate link, and um, we'll get you all set up. He's like, I do believe that this is a pyramid scheme. And he's like, no, 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 no. No, girl. <laughs> no. It's totally different. Like, it's a pyramid would have, like, like it'd be, like, this is, like, a triangle. This is a temple making. scheme, actually, because I'm asking someone from the Jedi Temple, so. Okay. Yeah, if you ever try to contact me about selling hair vitamins, I will call the police. If you DM me about hair vitamins or any other MLM, what I will do is I will copy and paste Jar Jar Binks smut <laughs> and I will send it to you until you leave me alone. Work email Lock me. You will open it in the office and you will see. And every- My favorite one is when they're like, you could be using your platform to make money in. Like, um, what like platform? 12 people follow me on here. So, and most you know that bitch copy pasted. Yeah. Like, have you looked at my ratios? Cause they're bad. <laughs> they're pretty bad. They're <laughs> pretty <laughs> abysmal. I, yeah, I, I always get the, um, now they started making automated ones on Instagram. They're like, you could be a brand ambassador. And like, it's an account that has no followers and no profile picture. And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, God, I know. They're like, all you have to do is buy $50 worth of merchandise from us, take pictures in it. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll and give you 6% sure they're like, off. They're like edited really well. And yeah, we'll give you 1.3% off. And then we'll post the pictures on our page. Mm-hmm. So. For our six followers. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like stuff that they like made on, you know, like. They some- absolutely got it from like Ally like- Express. It's, like, a super generic, like, make-your-own-t-shirt website, <laughs> and it's something that, like, doesn't, it's, like, those super specific Facebook t-shirts that's, like, Never. this is, like, really niche. I, I want one that's, like, um, that'll say, uh, never underestimate a Sith Lord who wants Obi-Wan Kenobi to join his multi-level marketing scheme and was <laughs> born in August. Exactly. It's like that's that like I would the level buy. of specificity that you get. I so, will say I would purchase that one. I would purchase it too. Mm-hmm. That's, that's actually that's going to be our merch. Yeah, Pulse of Back merch coming soon. Um, <sighs> yeah. And on that note. All right. Well, I'm going to um, play us out really quick. Um, okay. uh, just everyone just cover your ears. Mm-hmm. It's about to be loud. Five, six, seven, eight. <laughs>
All right. All um, right. You can cool. follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Full Sabac. Um, we're available wherever you listen to podcasts, obviously, since you're listening to us right now. And um, questions, comments, concerns, you can either send them to our page, fullsback.tumblr.com, or you can do a voice message um, from our anchor page, which is linked in the description. Um, or you can DM us on Instagram, as long as it's not about hair vitamins. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. See you next time.